We're back with two mental health professionals to get their takes on if Chris Hemsworth was more convincing as a mental health professional in Spiderhead than he was that one time he played a hacker. Yeah, shots fired. I'm Chad. <laughs> and I'm Matt. This is episode 61 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, so just, you know, coming off the top of the intro, we got Fran back. That's okay. And we've got Amy back. Hello. And um, if you're listening to this right now, I want you to stop whatever you're doing. Go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are trying to, like, build an audience, guys. And it's like, we need you to do that. So thank you in advance. Also, oh, yeah, your your YouTube. Yeah, uh, I definitely yeah. subscribed to you already. That, yeah, that yeah. Amy, Amy, you got me right. You got... I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, right on top of that. I see, I see. Just <sighs> it, it it be your own people, Matt. It does sometimes. How many times have we had these ladies on our podcast, and they can't even do the decency of clicking a button? I know, I know. But you know they therapists. You ain't they. They busy. They busy doing this out of the goodness of our heart. Uh huh. That that's the same thing with clicking the button. Chad, you know that I don't even think that I have a YouTube like login. It's you if you have Gmail, you have YouTube. Okay. Okay. All right. One thing about Gmail, they are gonna make you do everything. Yeah, it's all connected. Um. Before don't, we get... and don't lose a Gmail account because they gonna Ooh, act like that... you brand new that recovery they're gonna be like who yeah they're gonna be like who is this oh, i love this guy no we don't recognize this you need something nah, else yeah no nah. what's your neighbor's cousin's uh middle name right right um uh, hey, you have to be top notch in the security okay <laughs> True. i want to ask everybody uh before we get into the episode properly though like have you guys been noticing like this weird new sickness that's been out and about like um which one <laughs> right exactly. Exactly. i'm gonna need you to specify <laughs> like i've i had i felt like not great a couple of weeks ago i remember amy telling me her youngest daughter like had some sort of weird something or other like uh my nephew did um a couple of people that i watch on youtube they've been like not been consistent because they've been sick and i'm like is this COVID 22 like what are we doing here Mm, I hear m- monkeypox is a thing now. Is that oh, something? Oh, I forgot about the monkeypox because yeah. you can get that from like just being close to people, not even like sex close. Like I'm sitting next to Amy right now. Like if she mm-hmm. had monkeypox, I would have monkeypox. Likely. So monkeypox is just like chickenpox. Right. Correct. Like the bingo card of the movie. <laughs> the bingo card of life for these last couple of years has been mm. just amazing like Truth. we went from oh global pandemic to to murder hornets to monkeypox like i mean I really i just i got nothing i got nothing <laughs> i remember i, I remember nothing. yeah murder hornets when that was a thing yeah <laughs> i mean before that yeah i remember those clowns killing people i was just to be thinking about the same thing those clowns <laughs> it's what is this world that we live in I'm just saying, you, we got people like opening up random boxes and things they find in their old homes that they were finally able to buy. And, you know, everybody on the internet say, no, put it back. Just 
no, you didn't hear the weird noise. You didn't hear anything. Just sit in your house. It's okay. Do nothing. You. Um, so Fran, um, you've been adulting lately. I have been adulting lately. Um, so let me tell you what happened. What happened? You know, was... you know that thing that you um, do when you're like, ooh. Let me like get on Zillow or Realtor or something like that and just yeah. look at homes that I know I can't afford because yes. I just want to dream, right? Yeah. I just want to yeah. dream and just say, look, if I was financially stable with no student loan debt, <laughs> done, <laughs> right? And so that's what me and my husband were doing. But then my husband actually found a house that he really liked. I was like, let's go see it. And I was like, Mm-mm. from the jump, Mm-mm. hey, 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 hey. We will not be spending money, sir. If we do not love this house, we will not do it. If we don't love this we house, to, okay. we you, you we put the caveat in. House, it mm-hmm. needs to be perfect. Like, dead ass, we, we are good. And we walk in the house and then put in an offer. Like, oh, oh <laughs> Fran. Oh, Fran. So let me ask you this. The home that you guys were living in previously, did you own that or were you renting? Like, what was the situation? No. So um, what it is is that I have bought that home uh, probably about like a couple of years after college, I got great grants and things like that. We had been living there for the past three years or so. Um, just because again, I had grants and you have to pay those things back if you're not in the house for, you know, like at least eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. So we weren't looking, weren't doing any of that. <sighs> then my husband, gotta love him. Why you have to you, be like, ooh, let's get a new house. Why'd you turn him on to that Z- Zillow life? You got to do that. You got to do that no, in your no. own. It was the, first of all, it was the other way around. Do not put that on me, sir. No, no. It was the other way around. He's the person who was like, ooh, look at this house. It was a setup. <laughs> Truly, that's what it was. Setup. It was a setup. <laughs> it was a setup. That's the way I feel. Because it started off with, look at this $900,000 home. No one damn well. We are not well, we, we ain't about to do nothing with with that. We ain't got it. We ain't got it. That's not it. That's not what this is, right? Well, wait, um, nine hundred thousand oh, dollar house. Oh yeah, yeah. We was gonna swing big. If we don't look, we gonna swing big. We gonna, mean, we gonna act like we got it like that. I mean right? you've seen you've seen those wow. memes, Matt's where it's like I'm on Zillow looking at three million dollar homes with seven dollars in my bank account. You've seen those. Well, yeah, I've seen those, but I'm like, normally, like, I'd be looking at like $600,000 or something like that, where, you know, you got, you you got to like that, man. When I'm looking at stuff, I'm looking at 250 max, because I, nah, I I looked at a $2 million one last week. I was like, ah, because I look at it and be like, ah, I like that island and that kitchen. I want something like that in the future. But it's like, I already know, like, I can't afford this house. I'm looking for ideas, but they'd be like, I'm about to jump up to 900000 That's like a pipe dream. I might as well look at it like, I'm about to buy an island. Did, did, no limit. <laughs> and not no, the kind no in the kitchen. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, right. no limit. Open contest. Give us a pool. We want acreage. He was like, See, everybody wants violent. a pool, Chad. No problem. Amy has wanted a pool since before I met her. I got her. a perfect spot for it. It's perfect. Right there. Right there. I, feel, I, feel I know. All you got to do it's is just. It's too damn hot down here not to have a pool. All she has to do is just level the hill that her backyard is planted on. Yeah. You trying to get friend. an in-ground? So in-ground? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. With a little waterfall, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
You could just mm. hear it. Doesn't it just sound uh, peaceful? You know what? I think I can kind of hear it. It's nice and calming. See? I know nice Matt could zen. appreciate I, it. It would help mm -hmm. him like zen and calm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'd be so much more peaceful with a pool. Mm -hmm. It's been hot. I'll be watching that, those shows. Uh, uh, what not is it called? Pool Kings or whatever, where they come to your yeah. house and they like do it. Mm -hmm. I love I'd those do shows. That. I know. I wish they'd pay for it too. I thought they did. <laughs> right? They don't. Absolutely. They're like, so... here, we'll pay for the water. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. None of that laborary things like no. that. Yes. So my now adult time for this last week um, has been going to work my full day and then moving. Uh, oh. Thing. So moving is the yeah, worst. It is. Now, granted, both me and my husband were not about to do like serious hard labor and like moving all of our big items. Like, ooh, yes, let's move this sectional and bend and 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 move our island. No, we weren't doing that. We paid for somebody for that. Okay. Perfect. Okay. That's wise. Okay. And, 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 yeah. and that's the thing I was about to bring up. It was like back before when I used to move from things, I used to get my friends to help me move. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you know, I bring help me move. I bring pizza, beer, whatever like that. Yep. And now as I'm older. No, that doesn't count it anymore. People. That's correct. It, right. That I just want to pay people to do their job to move my stuff. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I have if somebody yeah. if someone asked me to move right now, I'd be like, so I could put like three, four hundred on it. Like Absolutely. Are we doing a GoFundMe? I can Venmo like, you. What you need? <laughs> right. The way my back is set up and exactly. exactly. I ain't got I ain't got the magnets yes. no more. I ain't got those magnets uh, no more. No. I mean, think about how you used to move. Like, I remember when I was in graduate school, we moved to the apartment across the street. We moved our entire apartment in a laundry basket and like Frogger style with like the bed and the mattress. <laughs> like, <Yep>. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Go. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't have all the stuff that we have now. Yes. And yeah, no, no, I wasn't, mm -hmm. wasn't about to do that. So don't get me wrong, we paid movers to like move, but like a lot of our small items, we still had to move ourselves. Like moved all my clothes, moved the kitchen, like all the small kitchen items and things like that. And it was just like, I have to reorganize this shit. Mm. I have to like get this together in a new space. I think what kind of kills me the worst or the, the most though, is last year we redid our kitchen in the old house. Oh no. We redid our kitchen. That kitchen was perfect. New. new. It was perfect. It was set up for us. Mm -hmm. Now I'm in this kitchen that I'm sitting here going, I'm not gonna replace these cabinets in a no. in a couple years. Not now. Not now, because we just we just bought this one. But a couple years, these cabinets gonna have to go. It's gonna have to happen. Hey, think about it. it's it's gonna add more value to your house <laughs> in the future. This is... I'm not even thinking about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> when the the adulting is a setup it is a setup it, it when is. i said i wanted to be grown in it life is. i just meant that you know i wanted to drink and, and, and call it a day no now i gotta pay bills and be responsible i don't want to do that thing. i know oh. it's, it's it's stupid going back to my pool comment the house that we had before we had just put a pool in the year before and then we freaking oh. sold it and moved here see Bad decisions, but don't, sometimes. Mm -hmm. But also, that, that extra value that you put in those homes should raise up the price you're selling it for. You know, ironically, 
we sold that house five years ago. They sold it a couple months ago. They got $100,000 more for the house than what we sold it for five years ago. This market is fucking crazy. Insane. Wow. Like, the house, so the house that we just got was only on the market for 24 hours. I'm surprised it was even on the market for 24 hours. (laughs) Stuff selling before it even hits the market. Man, it was 24 hours, and they had, like, four other offers outside of us. I wonder how many others. Yeah. We were really uh, just in here going, well, if we get it. It happens, it happens. It. Yeah. <laughs> you got to yeah. kind of throw caution to the wind. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. Now my husband set me up and now <clears throat> I have technically have two mortgages uh, until we can sell this other house. Oh, well, Fran. good news. The market is really hot right now, Fran. <laughs> exactly. And you've exactly. got a beautiful redone kitchen exactly. to sell it yeah. and put it right in the, right in the, the top. Lead with that. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's that's what it's gonna be. And uh, considering we had to redo like all the pipes in the house, like I was, I was like, hey, hey, <laughs> y'all are y'all are a one above what I bought this when that's I only correct. have one working bathroom. You have right? two. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So Amy, and yes. um, this is also for the group. Um, did you guys not hear about uh, Internet Explorer dying? <gasps> Yes, actually, Uh, this is, (laughs) I took this last week off because my company is still using the Internet's Explorers and, oh, mama. I'm sorry. I was like, Like, I'm I'm not going to deal with that hot mess. And so I was like, you know, it's a good time to take a vacay with the kids. So I took this last week off and figured it would be taken care of by Monday. But I have been going in to talk to my friends that are still at the office this week and apparently it is still running because we are still running our programs upon it so here's the deal with the death of internet explorer and then we're going to explore your staycation um they're just not doing any additional updates so internet explorer will still work ish yeah but if there's any work really work Internet Explorer is working. That's where we're, we're, we're going to we're going to say work with air quotes because it is okay. not. It's, it's not a great. It's not a great program. Um, there yeah, are so for for us. Oh, sorry, but for us, yeah, they let us know, but then they said that if you we transitioned over to Chrome and Edge and things like that, so they said that if you still need an Explorer, you have you you can still use it. You just got to go in and request. For us with the IT people and things like that, you can get it back. But oh, they took yeah, it away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but they they transitioned. We transitioned over. So yeah, they, they basically was like, nah, blocking <laughs> everybody. This today. is a terrible right. idea. You can do it, but it's a bad idea. So, I wouldn't recommend. Right. They it was right. still it was still an option to click on at the place that I work. And you can use other browsers to get work done, but there's some things where other programs have been programmed to only pull from Internet Explorer. So if you're trying to do something and I need to pull some information, it's not going to pull it from Chrome or Edge. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, well, I have to open this to get it to pull the information but then I'm getting all these pop-ups saying, hey, man, you do know that this this browser like don't work anymore, right? I was going to say, I right. was getting notifications right. the week before that were like, hey, friend, just to let you know, this isn't going to be available soon. Mm-hmm. We just ignored those. We also got a, yeah. an email right before 
I left that was like, just so you know, we've tested these programs out and it should work in edge, should it, being the operative word. Yeah. These other programs <laughs> might work, <laughs> unknown to be determined. You're, and that was like um, four days before. You're our guinea pigs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Surprise, no, didn't even let get us know. a warning. Not, not even a lie. Didn't even get a warning. It was really, we popped up at work one day. They were like, hey, IT has updated all the systems. Congrats. And I was like, what is, what is this? Oh, we're using Microsoft Edge now. Huh. Oh, Internet Explorer. Like, literally, when you click on it, it's just like, <laughs> error. Just kidding. Stop it. <laughs> just stop. Just stop. For you, redirect you directly to Ed. You are not. <laughs> you are. Do not pass go. Right, do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah. No. That's what I walked into, and I was like, "Oh, I see." They finally go ahead, went ahead and let this die. Cool, cool, cool. So tell us about the staycation, Amy. Um, staycation with my girls. So I had um, my oldest was in Orlando the very first week of summer. Um, so she has already, within a week's time, developed this habit of trying to stay awake until 3 a.m. because this is the cool thing to do. Each of them got to pick a dinner. Each of them got to pick an, like a thing to do, and each of them got to pick a breakfast. And so we wound up doing an escape room. We did Edison's, which is like a Dave & Buster's place. So we played some laser tag. I kicked some ass at bowling. Um, we went to Six Flags. Um my littlest, who is eight, actually rode on some roller coasters and has some ideas of what she does and doesn't like at this juncture, which is a good start because her sisters are total uh, roller coaster junkies. So, I mean, we we suffered through the heat at Six Flags. It was not cool here on Thursday, but it was it was a fun time. We came back. I've got like a blow-up slide thing with water that they did, grilled out, and then just kind of chilled on Friday. So it was a great it was a great week with them that we got to just kind of hang and do our thing. And they still got to sleep in and stay up late for most of the times and just kind of relax. But we got to do stuff during the day, too. The escape room was fun. I will say we tried to go to the hill for dinner, and I was a little disappointed. We went to, <clears throat> excuse me, to Ragazzi's. To try to, I don't know if I can say the proper name, but anyway, I'm going to hate on him for a second. We sat for about an hour and had only gotten bread and water. Did y'all have any minorities at the table? We, yes. Oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah, we did. Oh, shit. I, I know. Wait, oh. Ragazzi's is a restaurant? or It's a like, restaurant. I've never yeah, heard it's of Ragazzi. Ragazzi's is a restaurant on the hill, um, which is like an Italian place in the St. Louis area. Um I forgot. I wasn't even thinking of that, but yes. Oh, see, I, I was just poking. I didn't I realize. No, I didn't, I, to be honest, Amy, I didn't know that you kept in the company of black people outside <gasps> of me. Ouch. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I know. Shots fired. Shots. That, Shots. I, op- oh, I opened the shot, Sam. Pow, 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 pow. You know what? I am a lover, yeah. not a hater. It's fine. That doesn't work there, but I'm going to use it anyway. Talking about? Nope. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you do know that. Um, it's okay, Amy. That part of town historically has not been too kind to people of color. I did not know that. And oh, you're not from here. I'm sorry. I'm not from here. I'm not from around these parts. But I was so I actually even went up to the host after about 30 minutes and was like, "Hey, friend, um, we're hungry." And we just totally bombed it at this Wizard of Oz escape room. So we're also a little sad. So we need some carb loving. 
And he apparently was, I mean, he said, who's your server? And I said, I don't know, because he hasn't, he or she has not been to our table. And so he came back and said, all right, we got it figured out. We're going to bring, you know, he's going to settle some stuff up and be right over. I literally timed it. I'm like, if they are not back by 732, we are out. And so, of course, my children and the child that I brought along with me was like, but we ate the bread and we drank the water. I'm like... And that's all that we're getting tonight, girls. <laughs> so we left with our hungry bellies and came home and had bread crow bread company. Oh, you did leave. Oh yeah, we got up and left. Yeah. Um. So, because at that point it was one of those things. I'm like, we haven't even ordered. It's going to be another half hour before we get food. So instead, because you know that I like to order things online, I ordered Panera Bread Company because I still wanted my carbs for the sadness of the loss of not making it through the escape room. Right. And so we picked up Panera and ate it back at my house. Yeah, like I said, she's not from here. It's it's St. Louis Bread Company around these parts. Okay, that's what that's I was thinking. Of. I was like, hold up, that kind of sounds familiar. Uh, Chad got me. Chad yeah. got me. Yeah. <laughs> it was St. Louis uh, Bread but, Company uh, you, initially, you... but yes, they did change it to Panera. You say you went to the escape room. How was that? Because I've always been wanting to go to escape room. It was really cute. It was it was set up really well. Um, unfortunately, you know, it was I purposely did it. The, the they had it like in different rooms and everything. It was really cool. We did the Wizard of Oz one because my eight year old was the one that really wanted to do the escape room, and she quickly found that her sisters like to win more than they like to let her have tries to do things, which was disappointing to her. <laughs> So, nah, that, um, I can see that. That's how I am. I'm like, nah, we got to find this as soon as possible. Right. We got to figure right. out what's going on ASAP. Yes. So, unfortunately, there was a Cardinals game that day as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was a little delayed. So, they actually started our timer before we had actually entered said escape room. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Which was not great. What day was this? It was on Wednesday. Okay. I mean, because I've done escape rooms and they do not play about their time. They're like, look, no, if no. you're here, you ain't here. Tough, tough noogies. <laughs> we got back to back to back to back peeps. It was fun though. Like I think had we had a couple more people um, that you know were helping kind of figure stuff out and not an eight year old that was supposed to push certain buttons in certain orders and everybody is screaming, stop it. That might have been better, but. <laughs> Um, needless to say, she was very disappointed that we did not get to see the great and powerful Oz. Um, but we did make it to the Munchkin Land, which was interesting. Yeah. So, but they had like different rooms and stuff that unlocked and opened. Was which the was, first room in black and white? It should have been. No, it was. We were actually at. We were in Kansas, and yeah, that's, they simulated mm. like the tornado and everything, and like it was windy and the whole room was shaking. It was super cool. Mm. I like escape rooms though. Um, I've never been to one, but I would love to do one. They've got a lot of cool different ones, actually, at that specific one um, downtown. It's on 8th Street. Give, a, in, give yeah, a shout out to the name. It was STL um, Escape, I believe was the name of it. Um, so they had they had a bunch of like cool haunted ones and stuff like that, but we wanted to do, because the eight-year-old, she gets a little freaked out. So, um, But, I mean, setups and things like that were super cool. So it was it was cool. It was nice. I would totally do it again. All my girls were like, I want to write down everything that was in there so we could do it again and figure it out. I'm like, that's called cheating. But, um, hey, we'll do yeah, a different it'd be, it'd one. Be like that sometimes, Amy. Yeah. Sometimes right. you just got to win. What, what's cheating every now and again? Sure. I mean, didn't they? It's a gray some, area. Say if you, if you're not, some say if you're not cheating, you're not trying. 
I mean, did they not cheat you out of time? They, well, no, I cheated myself out of time. <laughs> I mean, if you think if you think about it, an escape room is always a setup, right? Like mm-hmm. the goal yeah. really is for you not to win. So that is correct. Correct. All right. So my days on social media. Oh no! I came across this story, and I am in love with this story. Oh, so, I know what elephant is. Because you, 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 you post so many fucking memes, man. Right. And so, hey, man, I got to distract from real world shit. Okay. So <laughs> there was this elephant in India killed this woman. Why are you pausing dramatic for dramatic pause. effect? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But so then when, uh, when this woman at her funeral, the elephant came back and trampled on it. Oh, dang. There was some spite. See, and, and, and of course, uh, social media, black Twitter is all about like, and this is where I love, what you know, social media and, and you know, sometimes it get out of control. But then when you go to black Twitter and everything, they make things more fun. And the thing is, is everything I kept reading was like, ah, uh, she did something to that elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and thing is, is what did she do to that elephant that made the elephant kill her? Then Twice. days later, come back and trample on her grave. So it's like I've been intrigued in this whole elephant thing, and now people are posting other things about elephants doing things to people. Because what's the thing? Um, An elephant never elephant forgets. Elephant never, never forgets. Sure. Exactly. So it's like, what did she do? She did something to this elephant where the elephant killed her. was like, nah, ain't enough now. That's- and then, of course, the second part is, who told the elephant where this funeral was going to be at? The elephant so the probably elephant looked it like, up. The elephant looked it up online. You know that stuff's online. That's all. Elephant. If this elephant was like, yo, dang, dang, <laughs> we all not, we all never fit. Let's go. Right. All sight. All sight. <laughs> and, so it was like, and they was like, an elephant came back. So it was like, I just like, for some reason, this story has this like tickled my heart. If you want to say, <laughs> I love everything about this. I love everything about the social media. The memes, you have a memes of the, uh, the elephant sitting in front of Oprah saying, but why did you go back to the funeral and stuff like that? It's like, I want to know so much about what happened with this elephant. Why, how far away was this elephant from the funeral? Who told the elephant where to go? I just love everything about this. This this elephant is like the epitome of catch me outside, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> this elephant was ready. It was like, oh, shit. It's like game on, motherfucker. <laughs> right, right. I just it this just uh this is what I've been obsessed with for the last two days is this whole elephant thing. So uh last week I talked about I got an Apple TV and things like that, and I've been enjoying the Apple TV plus move or TV shows and movies that's only on Apple TV. And I I discussed last week I watched uh Mythic Quest, which is great. So this week I watched Swagger, uh I forgot his name. Ice Cube Stun. Um, oh, oh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. 
Junior Junior, yeah. He's in it. He started. He um, he's a coach of a basketball team, and they try to make it to the championship. And you know, certain stuff happened throughout. Um, I highly recommend it. It's real good. But there was a part where it goes into um, real world things where, like you know, they're doing their thing, and I guess during the time that's when COVID hit and the George Floyd stuff. So then mm. protests and masks and everything else like that. And it's kind of like, it, it be it was like, oh, I'm watching a fun, entertaining TV show. And then where once they brought that stuff up, it was like, okay, this is real world stuff type of thing. Uh, but no, it's a great show. Um, also, do you remember the daughter from Everybody Hates Chris? Kind of. The the youngest daughter from everybody is Chris. She's on this. That's good. So she's like what okay. thirty like now? Like Right. But it, it's funny because they all play uh like fourteen year olds on this show. Wait, what <laughs> she's she's playing a kid? Her old okay. ass yeah, is playing a kid. Play- First of all, wait, wait. We know black don't crack. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> right. Right. But- yeah. Right. She don't um yeah, it, it's it's a great it's a good show. Don't don't let me deter you. It's a great show about NBA players and they're they're like high not not junior high school. They're like ninth grade and you know the ways of AAU and sponsorship and everything else like that. And I can see why. Um, sorry, Ice Cube Junior. I know mm-hmm. he's in That's the. His name. Uh, That's his name. Ob- he's he's an Obi Wan. Obi Obi Wan. Right. Right. Now, yeah. have you seen that part? The yeah, I've seen he's that. In, he's he's on two episodes so far. Without giving details about the scenario and everything, as far as actor wise, how is he? O'Shea Jackson Jr. was fine. He was fine. Okay. Well, yeah. I so far like the stuff he's been in. I've enjoyed him as an actor. Keep it going. But with that being said, like I've also watched um, Hustle. On Netflix, and Hustle is an Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler stars in the show, and what I've come to realize is, I love young Adam Sandler movies, Billy Madison, Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Mm-hmm. I love those movies, but I fucking love serious Adam Sandler. Yeah, Uncut Gems. I fucking Ooh. love Uncut Gems. Yes. I I loved Uncut Gems. And they did him dirty when he didn't get no awards and all that stuff. I love I love that. And that hustle. Wait, wait, before before you jump on that, um I absolutely love how like vulnerable Adam Sandler was in funny people because of like the joke was literally on him like has anybody seen funny people it's a uh uh, yeah. uh judd apatow movie i don't think so yeah so adam sandler is essentially playing himself about like an okay comedian that blew up during like really stupid like comedy movies like there is one where he's like a mermaid or something like in the movie like there's like clips from at least these stupid ass <laughs> movies that he's in but like it's 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 he's making fun of his whole career and it's like uh-huh. oh man okay we're we at a point where in your career where you're gonna like take shit seriously now 
And like, no. And then he started doing like, um, what's that one he did? Uh, the one where he was the twins. Um, Jack and Jill. Yeah, and then he came out yeah, and did yeah, that yeah. shit right after. It's like, okay, so you you didn't learn your lesson from this movie that you did, okay? But you know, like with with Adam Sandler, the running joke is all those terrible movies that he does. Right, it's purely excuse to go on vacation. Yeah, it's right? a tax Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Like so, oh, we're going to Africa. Or we're going to Hawaii. But, um, let me oh, get let some sponsorship money. Let, let me call. Coca Cola. And- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't this what we do though? Like, where's Whoa. the CEUs? Yes, I need to go there because I need to learn about people that you know believe in fairies. I, I think it's a good idea, and I'm going to get 17 CEUs for this that I need in order to renew my license. And I feel like that sounds like a sound a sound business decision. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I constantly try to talk my um, my job into paying for me and my team. Like, let's go to California. Absolutely, I know. I think there's something in Napa Valley. We could totally learn something (laughs) from there. I think that there's some good like rehab facilities. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, me and you are on the same page. Now we just got to get them on board. That is correct. (laughs) uh, Tell us about this movie, Matt. Oh no, it's just about uh, the quick synopsis is. Uh, Adam Sandler's character is a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers. His job is to go out and find a new talent. He finds a new talent in Spain, and uh, he's trying to he's just trying to get him to the combine and be basically being an NBA player. But no, but it was just like a really good movie, and I just like for some reason Adam Sandler is a good serious actor. I love. Loved, loved Hidden Gems. And then this is a great movie, too. So I don't know if Adam Sandler wants to move away from comedy and do start doing more. But hey, this one in Hidden Gems, he did. they in my top. Was Spanglish? That was an yeah, older that, one. Yeah, that, that was, was a little that's bit an older one, one, but that's, yeah, but that's, that's a, more serious. I was going to say, he had a little I, bit of a serious role in that one. I felt like there was another one that he did uh, recently. Didn't... It was the one with Jen... No, that 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 wasn't a serious one. Like no. murder, was it murder, murder, murder mystery, murder mystery, something like that. Yeah, it did that with Jennifer oh, Aniston. But that's it was it was okay. But, yeah. but like like okay. So joking aside, like he's actually said this like more than once. He's like, I would like to do serious stuff, but people don't go and see that shit. Like people will go. Well, to especially his if comedies. they see Adam Sandler in the headlines, they're like, oh, so this is comedy, right? Because, I mean, they put him with that. I mean, ever since he was on SNL, I feel like anybody that was on SNL, yeah, that's kind of the natural, yeah, you know. So, like, yeah. I, uh, and, 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 I, and I get that because when he's do when he's talking, he, Hidden Gems and also Hustler, oh, Hustler's available on Netflix. We all got Netflix, or you use somebody else's Netflix login to get in. Why you can't, no, we don't do that. Well, no, you can't, no, because I can't double charge. Uh, no, oh, oh they, they, they did that. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> just in case they're listening. Right? Well, well, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> right, right, right. So if anybody got Netflix, check out Hustlers at a seller. But yeah, I, from, from just Hidden Gems and this one, he is good. But the one thing critique I was weird about. Okay. I was going to ask you a question. I think, you're about to, I think you're about to bring it up. His wife? So, yes. Okay. So that's okay, what I'm saying. Okay. Have you guys seen... 
I haven't seen the movie, but I, no. I, I heard that this person was playing his wife, and I was like, that's interesting. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So the weird part about it is Adam Sandler is a husband, and his wife is Queen Latifah. Oh. That was like, weird for me. Did not see that coming. No. Same. So, I mean, they played their roles perfectly, but just knowing their real life, it was like, uh, what? Okay. Yeah, you you better make this work. Okay, <laughs> I mean they was fine on screen, but just knowing real life, it's like that's an odd couple to be together. It's like casting Wanda Sykes in their role now. Right, they were still <laughs> to be right. I mean, look, I, I would say I would say this: like the one good thing about like having any serious Adam Sandler movie, especially when it's on Netflix. It's like he doesn't have to worry about people coming out to like the theaters to watch it or anything like that. Yeah. Because he got paid up front. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> so. Right, right. Right. But overall, I think it's a good movie. Honestly, I, I really do. Uh, they they find a guy from Spain, get him in, try to get him in NBA, and blah, blah, blah happens. Chaos thing. But no. So if you ever Netflix, check it out. It's a great movie. Um, I got teary-eyed at one point. Uh, but I think it's a great movie if you guys check it out. So Hustle on Netflix, starring Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah. Also, they have legit uh, NBA players, NBA coaches in it. Um, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny J. Smith. Um, yeah, they have legit players in this and everything. Also, for your LeBron friends, LeBron executive produced this. So I thought it was good. So I, I check check it out. Okay. Okay. All right. But Chad, what have you been venturing into watching? So um I am really into TikTok. Um Fran and Amy know this especially. I don't send them to you that much, Matt, but I send it to the two send them to the two of them a lot. And I saw one the other day of a clip from um, Veep. Has anybody heard of the show? I love Veep. Mm-hmm. So uh, Veep is a show with the the woman from Seinfeld, correct? Yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, she plays the vice president. <laughs> and so, All right, so wait, wait, real quick question. So, as I've been in my, I ain't gonna say depression, but as I was looking for, I've been sadness, and I was looking for just lightheartedness stuff. I don't want nothing serious. I've been watching reruns of Seinfeld. Yeah. Mm. I didn't think this before, but as I'm watching it now, she is cute. Yeah, she's always been cute. When I, oh, I guess maybe I was a kid when Seinfeld came out and everything, yeah. but as me watching it now in these last week and a half, I'm like, she needed to be in more stuff. She is cute. She acting her ass off and everything. I I'm not familiar agree. with Veep. So give me a brief synopsis of Veep because I didn't know she was on Veep. Uh, oh, let me describe this 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 TikTok clip I saw. So uh, she's okay. the vice president. So you know the you know uh, politicians they have to go to like all these events and stuff and meet these people. And so she went to this event for uh, uh, HSBUs, historically black colleges. And so, mm-hmm. uh, but like all of the representatives were like white people. And she's like, wait, wait, you're you're the you're the head of diversity, and it's like some white lady. 
And so, like, she talked to one of her aides, and she's like, we, we really need some black people down here. Can we, you know, because it's going to be, a, like, a photo op situation. And so, like, on the mm-hmm. on the radio, he's like, yeah, can we get some blacks? And, she, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't say that on the radio. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, I got to check a couple of episodes of the show out. So it's just, like, her little misadvent, like, the misadventures, like, the stupid little political things, like, um, they're... Um, so she was, um, having a, a, a gathering and she found out that next year's hurricane was going to be named like hurricane Selena and her name is Selena. And so she didn't want like the headlines to say, uh, Selena destroys a whole town. And so she had them mm-hmm. like change the name of the next year's hurricane and shit or, um, wait, wait, also, to what, to what? <clears throat> I don't remember what they changed it to. Um, but it's just like silly stuff like that. Like also, the president like hates her, which yes. is a huge part. Like she keeps wanting the president to like her. Yeah, and so she keeps trying to do things, and he just dismisses her all the time. And like, yeah, it's I mean horribly. It, it's like the behind the scenes, but like if it was a complete shit show, which it might be. Who yeah, knows? yeah, I'm sure it is. So it's a good show. It's funny. Like I'm watching it because of her. Because, like, if you've watched enough episodes in a row, you kind of hate the characters, at least for me. And so, like, I feel like everybody in her office needs to be fired, not just because I hate them, because they're all incompetent. And it's like Mm -hmm. every time, like, there's a secret, like, she was um, having an affair with her trainer. And she told, like, the lady, one of her female aides, and she's like, all right, can you keep a secret? I'm I'm having sex with so-and-so. And she's like, okay. And then she just turns around immediately and just starts telling other people. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? And like, it's like that every single time, like there's something that happens where they're like, we need to keep this under wraps. And then they just tell everybody. I'm like, what, what are Don't we doing? That's here? reality though. It is, but it's yeah, like, no new friends. it, it, it no feels new friends. super formu- formulaic. Like yeah. if you watch enough of these episodes on the sure. world. So overall, it's a good show. I recommend it. I'm not. I don't like that it's seven seasons because I'm like, God damn, that's a, a lot of episodes. Yeah. But it's a funny show. Okay. You guys been hearing stuff about um, Airbnb? No. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. What happened? Uh, go, friend. Go elaborate. Okay, so Airbnb, um, is is going through right now, right? Because you have all these people who bought homes, these are their homes, right? <laughs> um, who've been renting them out with Airbnb, but you have a whole bunch of like cities and uh, things like that saying, hey, if we're checking records and you've marked down that this is your private residence, but you're renting this out on Airbnb, you you gotta pay us, you're paying mm. us a fine. So now all these people are like, I can't I can't afford these five houses without renting it out on Airbnb. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Because there's a, there's a whole rental crisis right now, right? There's a whole, like, housing market, like, yeah. shortage for people. Or affordable housing market shortage, I should say. So, like, Airbnb, like, there are people with Airbnb who are like, I can't afford to, like, rent out on Airbnb because I can't charge anything. And then on the flip side, you also have other people who are like, I shouldn't have to rent out a space and then clean that entire space when like this ain't my shit right (laughs) like because people have like a laundry list of things we're like oh yeah so we need you to wipe down the baseboards and make sure you scrub the inside of the fireplace 
wait, but when you're done, uh, strip all the beds, start the laundry. Uh, like it, like oh, yeah. it's like, right, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, here. right? Well, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna elaborate. So where, yeah, it's like, all right, you can't, uh, you rent a house, right? And they're like, oh, you can't be in the living room, but you get, uh, where all the stuff is, you, but you can't do this. You have quiet hours. You can't do this. You can't do that. So like, and you, they charging people extra, and then now you had the other thing where they have cameras in. Uh, certain places mm-hmm. so it's like and on a bigger scale uh, real estate and people can't buy stuff we I won't get into that but it's just like now it's for people are like why would I deal with this when I can just go to a fucking hotel and it'd be fine or whatever right sure you might have some uh, cameras in a hotel but you ain't got to deal with quiet hours like for example uh, last time I was in the States, we, we rented a BRB, a Airbnb, and they were like, we can't go in the living room. <coughs> let, me, let, let me realize that. Let, let me realize that this is Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving weekend. We, we, we did this because we have it with the people, and they told us we can't be in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, why are we doing this? And then now it, it looked like the, the bubble is busting. Because why the fuck? Or why are we doing All right. You can't undo this. You can't do that. You have quiet hours. I don't fucking live here. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a thing. I come here two, three, four, five, whatever days you want to be here. Keep it moving after that. If I'm going to do this, I might as well fucking get a hotel then. It's supposed Seriously. to be cheaper and everything else like that. So it's Right now, it's looking like that Airbnb ain't the way these days. Like, I always, I, I I understood Airbnbs, like, if you had, like, a large group of people. Like, if it was, like, five or six of us on vacation, like, let's let's get some money together and get a house, you know. But, like, for a smaller group, like, I didn't really get that because, like, you still filling up that, that refrigerator, right? If, yeah. you're, if you're staying in and cooking, um a lot i mean if well it, and oftentimes you have to rent it for like the whole week right it's not like you could just go for a couple days and be like all right deuces right right and well, then it's like it, you i'm sorry oh, sorry i was like well i mean i think originally airbnb was supposed to be like hey i'm renting out this room in my home mm-hmm. right where you're basically regulated for a real for real kind of to that room and it's I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little extra money aside. Here here's some here's a little 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 garnish, right? You got gonna give you some fruit snacks and you you good, <laughs> right? Right. But now you got all the you got whole homes and whole houses and people are like, Yeah, but you can't you can't eat in the living room. Um and uh I turn I turn off the Wi Fi from this time to this time, so you don't have it like uh, also, also, fun story. Um, if you want to use the toilet, I'm gonna be watching that. All right, I know it's illegal, but yeah, I'm gonna be watching yeah, that. Right, okay, right. Yeah, and don't yeah, don't a, flush from the second like floor because that shit might make a mess. So, <laughs> I mean, it's only light crime, like only only light. But you gotta remember, at the end of the, end of the day, this is my house. That's correct. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I am happy that. Uh, areas are cracking down. Like I've seen so many like articles about like people are buying up homes 
but the rest the people that actually live in these in these areas can't buy these homes or rent these homes because like mm-hmm. people are using them for like Airbnb or whatever and it's like think about the lo- how's that helping the local economy like if you have like a tourism season for like just the summer like so what are we doing with these places that are just going to be vacant in winter mm-hmm. so that doesn't make any sense to me it, it doesn't. I mean, if, if you think about like, you know, the social economics of it all, right? Like for all these people who are unhoused, right? And for all these people who literally can't afford rent right now because landlords have now decided, oh, hey, my rent was 800. I'm going up to 1200. Right. Or, <laughs> right like, this house I'm is gonna... valued at $400,000 now instead of 120. Right. So we about to jack up everybody's rent and I'm going to get as much money as possible from whoever. And people are like, yeah, like I get paid good, but not like that good. Right. I still need to eat. So it is it is a shame. I have one question for them. Mm-hmm. I understand if you've been through stuff like your life, you had traumatic events in your life. Mm-hmm. understand if you're going through stuff can you guys explain to me why like a regular joe who's like you know i ain't the best i'm i'm middle class or whatever i'm just you know i'm making it through life why would a regular person need to seek therapy because life is stressful Mm-hmm. right life is stressful life will have you thinking that you are the only one who is experiencing this type of anxiety or depression or just feeling overwhelmed or just numb right when in actuality there are 50 other people <laughs> who I can throw a stone at and be like hey hey welcome to this depression gang 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 right like and I, pe- I think people also don't recognize trauma for what it is. Yeah. I think, you know, I had a teacher in college in my undergrad that it was like, I think the name of the class was like critical transitions or something like that. And she used to use air quotes and call it a crisis. Every time something happened, it was a crisis. Even if it was something good, like the birth of a baby, like getting married, it is a crisis. It's, it's change and change is hard. Change is consistent Mm -hmm. and it's always happening. And so sometimes because we get stuck in that, like, I'm just going forward mode. And this is also part of, you know, when we talk about loss, like I talk about you, you can't still be doing the checks and the check marks for what needs to be done and grieving at the same time because you're ignoring the feelings in order to get the stuff done that you need to. And so it's not until you actually start to like, you know, all of the family members and the flowers and all that crap goes away that you can actually start doing the healing process. And what a lot of people find is, is that when they're in that moment, when they're in that turmoil and that crisis, they don't deal with it because they have all the other shit to do. And so it's not till afterwards that they can actually start to process that stuff. And so sometimes going back is what you really need to do in order to really be the best you that you can be. Sometimes it's not until something big happens that you actually decide to go. And that's one of the questions I ask every client that walks through my door is why now? Yep. And then sometimes it's a matter of just understanding what therapy actually is, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, you're not going to sit on a, a couch. A lot of people. 
Right. We're not going to ask you how that makes you feel. I mean, I might ask you how that makes you feel, but. I mean, (laughs) I feel like um, your clients don't sit on the couch, uh, Amy, because you're virtual. But but Fran, don't you have some furniture? I I do. I do have furniture. That's only because I I work um, with a school of medicine now that actually has money. Um, so, <laughs> so my, my clients actually have a couch that they can sit on and it's nice and comfortable. I get throw pills and everything. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I had one that came in and said, thank God you didn't have a couch. Cause if you would have, I would have turned and ran away. I had chairs because that it, it invites a whole nother, mm. sometimes it's triggery, okay. you know, I got you. Wait, hold yeah. on. Wait, wait, no, no, wait. Uh, elaborate on that. Like why the check? The chairs versus the couch. So sometimes because it insinuates that there's going to be somebody sitting next to them or there's like an invitation for it, that could be something that's like a trigger for them, especially like a sexual abuse victim or survivor. The thing about trauma is that that traumatic event generally kind of just gets stuck right in your brain. And how you normally work out different things that might hurt you or uh, make you feel some type of way. Like, let's say, you know, hey, I fell off the bike. I'm a little scared of riding the bike now because I skipped my knee. It hurts a little bit. But then I slept on it, and I really want to ride my bike again because I've, I've hurt myself before. I skipped my knee before. It's not that – it really isn't that big a deal. But when, I'm, when a trauma happens, and this means any trauma, I no, not big, not small, whatever you identify as, whatever your trauma is, right? So when a trauma happens, it basically – it's stuck. And no matter how much you want to like process it, no matter how much you want to kind of just smooth that out where you can be like, ah, I'm good. It's just kind of stay stuck. Right. And so when we're talking about trauma and the importance of therapy and going to therapy, like that's part of the point. Right. I, I jokingly always say that, Hey, I am a common sense translator. Right. Like you'll be telling me all this stuff and I'd be like, and that seemed right to you. And people would be like, friend, don't make me think over here. I don't want to do that. Okay, okay. You do. Do you, boo? Mm-hmm. Do you. You wouldn't be in this office if you didn't, but it's fine. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I always kind of make that joke. And, like, I, I use humor a lot in therapy to yep. help with connection and, and rapport and things like that. So, for for me especially when we're thinking about trauma and we are just in therapy in general, right? To kind of go back to that original question of like why people should like see therapy. Therapy is a space for you to purely be selfish and talk about you, right? And ultimately the person that you are talking to is bound not to say anything else to other people. That is correct. Yep. I'm not about to be like, ooh, let, hey, uh, my best friend, let me tell you what uh, such and such said and what they've been doing. And I'm like, nah, nah, because I worked too hard for my license. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not happening. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it's, I mean, it's uh, the whole, like, unbiased thing. And, I mean, <laughs> I use humor a lot with my therapy, you know, people, too, because I'm real. And this is the whole thing, like. All therapists are different. And, you know, it sounds like Fran and I probably are very similar in probably how we practice. Um, 
I'm not a sugarcoater. I'm not going to tell somebody just what they want to hear because it makes it easier. Like I joked for a while that I was, when I started my private practice, like I wondered if I should just name it asshole therapist because then people would know at least what they're getting. Um, Because sometimes, you know, I've had clients before, they're like, God, why do I keep coming back? You keep saying stuff that pisses me off. Um, And that's part of it because sometimes you got to be real with people and it's like, you know, going into the doctor saying it hurts when I do this. Well, why the hell are you doing it still? <laughs> okay, well, sometimes that's kind of what people need to hear. And it's mm-hmm. it's not always easy, but, you know, to be able to say like, okay, so if this is kind of where we keep hitting this roadblock, maybe we need to look at it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you're not going to hear that from your wife or your son or your mom or whoever. You know, I I have said the same thing. I already said I've got kids. I've got a 15-year-old, soon to be 16-year-old. I'm the stupid stupidest person alive I think at this juncture with her do you know the other day I had friends over with their kids who's like three months older than she is and she's like you know my therapist said I should go for a walk it's good for my mental wellness and her her friend's like that sounds like a great idea and I swear to god I looked at my girlfriend and said Jesus I wonder if somebody ever in her life has ever said that to her (laughs) nope I I bet that's never happened just because her therapist said it it's the most intelligent smart thing that she could ever do. and you know what thank god for her therapist for being there to do that and say no shut the fuck up man shut the fuck up man shut the fuck up i know what you're about to say no no i'm i'm going to capitalize on it where basically a lot of stuff chance therapist has said the same thing i've said but uh i don't want to be that guy but i'm about to be that guy so i guess me I've never been a therapy. I support therapy. I guess the question I want to ask both of you is how do we'll, we'll take me per, for example. How do I know if I need to seek therapy versus I just need to do this with my community, meaning my friends and shit, family. How, so, like if somebody so so somebody's listening right now and they're going through something, X, Y, and Z, and they're not sure if they should go to a therapist, psychiatrist, whatever, or should, like, they're on something else. So in you guys' minds, what is, I guess, the tipping point or what is what is the line when, when somebody should, should seek out a therapist? So in my opinion, those two things aren't mutually exclusive, right? Like... Mm-hmm. You can, you can have a therapist and your friends. They, they function in different roles in your life, right? So your friends can be blissfully optimistic on everything that's going on in your life, great encouragers, great supports, great, great just to be in your life and to be that those people for you, right? Your therapist can also be that, but can also be like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Like, no, logically, like, like we will put some logic into this. Right. And my favorite saying is don't put logic into this. Right. I, literally, like, like your therapist can sit here and say, this makes sense to you. Like this, you feel, you feel good about this decision. Yes or no. Right. Like, and, tr- and really start breaking things down for you. Right. Now, if you're asking like, well, dang, when should I actually seek a therapist? If you are even thinking about, dang, should I, do I need therapy? You need therapy. 
Absolutely. I was just going to say, I say the same thing to couples all the time. The time when it's, you know, it's time to go to therapy. If one of you says, should we seek a therapist? Then yes. And so so to make the distinction, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, and just to make the distinction between like the therapist and the psychiatrist, psychiatrist is medication. That's, I need something to deal with my anxiety, to deal with my stress, to deal with my depression because I am so far down. And what we see is, is that the combination of medication and therapy at the same time elicits the best results. So you got to do them concurrently if that's what you're going to do. Medication is not a catch-all and it's going to fix it all. You still have to work through the process and sometimes working through the process is so difficult, you need the medication to kind of help out so that you can continue to process through it. Mm-hmm. So okay, the, thing about, okay. the thing about psychiatry versus therapy is that with a psychiatrist, outside of the first appointment, which might be an hour, if with mm-hmm. hope, Maybe. right? I mean, <laughs> outside of that first appointment, if you're seeing a psychiatrist, <laughs> 20 minutes max, max, max. they're really trying to give you yep. some one-on-one time. You get mm-hmm. 20 minutes. You right. get how are you eating, how you sleeping, how you feeling, you feeling right. suicidal, you feeling homicidal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, any side effects of this medication? Yep. Any tremors at all? No? No. Nope. <laughs> We're going to stick with it. Deuces. Done. Here's get your script. Get out of my office. Yep. That's it. You don't get the warm fuzzies. You don't get the the background stuff. Therapy is, and, you know, kind of to say what Fran had said, too, you do have your friends. Part of building a relationship with your therapist, I tell everyone, it's a relationship. It is building that you have to have someone that you feel comfortable with, that you trust. And that doesn't always happen. And I know people are always afraid, like, I didn't want to, like, you know, I just ghosted my therapist because I didn't want to break up with them. Don't ghost them. We get it. We're not a fit for everyone. I just said, I'm not a warm and fuzzy, like, hand-holding your way through it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You shouldn't do that. That's a terrible idea. If you don't want yeah. that in your life, I'm not your therapist. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not no, sorry. And, and, I'm not offended by it. No, and like, that, and that makes sense because, like, when, when it's time to pick a doctor or whatever, like, me, particular me, I rather have a woman doctor. So... It, it all depends on your situation, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. I want to give the listeners the uh, information that they can need to when they go forward in their life and their situation and everything else. Yeah. Anytime there's a stressful situation like that, just kind of piggyback off of what Fran said, is that the second you're like, huh, maybe I should see some, maybe I should talk to somebody about it, talk to them. It's not going to hurt you in any way to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. No, it won't. And, and I mean, granted, if there if there anything like me and Amy, like I I start off most appointments first appointment. Hey, we are really just shooting the shit. We ain't gonna talk about a whole lot. <laughs> like, ask me questions. I won't ask you questions. And let's really just get to know each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not feeling the vibe, this ain't gonna work. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. If you if this this goes not just for your therapist, but for your doctor, right? Yep or nurses, anybody, anybody mm. in the healthcare profession, anybody who is supposed to be helping you or take, helping take care of you, if you are not feeling bad, nope. ask somebody else. If you ask don't trust them, it's not going to work. All right. And right. that goes and for I anybody. What a, what, a, what a lot of mental health therapists, it's kind of new to certain people. So, for example, like, you know, if you go to your doctor and your doctor says you need X, Y, and Z, you're going to go with X, Y, and Z. So I guess how, like, the listeners out there who 
are not familiar with mental health therapists and everything else like that to where they go to one, whoever they go to, and you guys do provide um, advice or solutions or something to help them, and they do not take your advice, how would you respond to that? It's on them. I mean, like, this is for you. If you want to do it, then do it. If not, eh, I mean, that's on you. You can go every week and, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> this is about you healing. If you want to, if you want my input, then take it. If not, eh, whatever. Right. Like, I told you, like, my, my therapist suggested I stop doing something. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And we kept, and we kept moving forward. Also, I told you not to just don't listen to him. <laughs> Well, you had you had some you had some other ideas on why I shouldn't be listening to all that, but yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. no, I I am very much a person who will literally sit here and say, I mean, you're an adult, and ultimately you got to live with whatever decision you're gonna make. I can support you to an extent, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like, but I I care, but I don't care. Right. That's the point of having a therapist, right? Well, but and that's part of care. Yep. I was going to say, and we put up boundaries the same. When I worked with, you know, folks that were, you know, using and stuff like that, I learned real quick on in my career, I can't keep your ass clean. I can't keep you from using. You're with me one hour out of a 24-hour day, one time mm -hmm. a week. The rest of the time is on you. You decide what you want to do with it. If you want to know solutions, I'll give you solutions. Or maybe, you know, you'll come up with the solutions on your own too, and that's mm -hmm. part of, I kind of let my clients drive. Like, what do you want to work on? If you don't want to work on, you know, your parents say that you have a bad attitude. So you don't think you have a bad attitude. So don't work on your attitude. How can you get your parents off your back? Let's talk about that. I was on the perception that you need to go to therapy if something happened before, like you had a traumatic event or something like that, or you're going through something, right? So, like, before, like, you would ask me two weeks ago, do I need to go to therapy? Fuck no, I'm good. But now I'm in a traumatic event and something that I've never experienced before. Yes, and Chad, you know all my shit. I tell you everything, and you're going to give me the best. But sure, I can go to Amy or Fran, and sure, they might tell me the exact same shit yeah. that you're going to tell me. But like you said before, it's going to ease my conscience. It's going to feel feel better coming from one of those experts yeah. than coming from you. No yeah. offense. No, none taken. None so, taken. And, and like what brought me to therapy was my situation. But then as I'm in therapy and we're talking about things and I'm doing stuff outside of therapy, like reading different things, I'm really remembering things from my past and realizing things about myself that I probably would not have realized if I didn't start therapy. So like you go to therapy for one thing and then you find out you find out some other shit about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I totally agree because uh, my when I when I when all this went down, I was talking to my brother and sister. And over, you can keep all this shit in here. When I talked to my brother and sister about this, we were talking about therapy, and I was like, "Oh well, listen to in a week, and we have two therapists in there, and they're gonna." I told them I'm gonna ask questions to help and everything, and maybe this could be the catalyst. I've never done therapy. I, I know it's great. It's not like I shun upon therapy, but. 
maybe this is something to where I need to address some situations. Maybe this can be a catalyst or something else. I don't know. This week we discuss Spiderhead. Hello again. Sorry I'm late, Mr. Epnesty. Not late at all. That's Spiderhead. We're proud of our work. Your presence in this facility, while technically a punishment, is a privilege. Where have you been? Drug study. In science, we have to explore the unknown. They've been testing me up and down. A lot weirder stuff than usual. This is new frontier stuff here. Before we begin, I need your permission to administer an M40. This place can really mess with your head. Drip on. Acknowledge. Drip on. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Yeah, acknowledge. Let's do this. In the near future, convicts are offered the chance to volunteer as medical subjects to shorten their sentence. One such subject for a new drug capable of generating feelings of love begins questioning the reality of his emotions. Fran, what did you think of this movie? So the cognitive dissonance (laughs) that I had to have for this movie because i was just like okay this this study would not pass any type of review no 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 way in hell no informed consent was not going to be anywhere close Uh uh-uh oh god no so this movie kind of cracked me up like when i'm thinking about it from like a nice like mental health standard because I'm like, yeah, no, no, like <laughs> the ethics of this. Mm-mm. There's no type of informed consent. No, There's no. I was like, oh my god, like. Well, this, when when like, we say informed consent, you they didn't say I acknowledge. They don't consider it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, no, when the okay spoilers, I guess when the whole point of what you are acknowledging is a lie. Oh, they, they, yeah. How can you consent to something that you weren't really told what it is? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, you're supposed to be informed of the risks. Clearly, I mean, I don't know many people that would be like, you know, your worst misery, potentially death and suicide. Go. Uh, (laughs) You're right. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, and let's put all these people together who have dramatically different charges. Right. right? Yeah, and it's just right. open hey. range, free range and stuff. Oh, open range. It's, hey, hey triple murder and manslaughter. Right. Uh, Same <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, high-fiving and in the kitchen and stuff. I'm sorry. Right. I mean, I've been in quite a few, like, detention facilities and things like that. I mean, they're all just like wearing whatever the hell they want. Like, where are they getting all these clothes? Like, but just you got belts outfit. everywhere. Whatever. Right. I'm just like, oh my god. Like, so y'all, y'all ain't trying to kill them? Like, right? You have, you have 24 ever access to brooms, mops, and things. You need mm-hmm. to break and be no. No. And then, and then mm-hmm. when Journey Smollett was like, "Oh yeah, I got kitchen duty," and like she had that whole spread, I was like, "They gave you a knife, right? You don't even get shoelaces." Mm-hmm. I mean, that what? one girl had a oh, oh she had a belt. A yeah, yeah she had a belt. Barely any guards. We, had, we saw two guards the entire right? time. 
Well, they, it was obviously now because I commented on the man buns that they had. I I was wondering where the guards were when it was when that when woman... they were trying to kill themselves yeah. or each other. Yeah, because the guards really really weren't about the guards inside. It's about inside the base. Oh, they were guarding I mean, the outside, me, outside the base. Outside of the you facility. Think about it. Yeah, the guards were really about leaving outside. It wasn't really about inside and protecting them. Yes. Overall thoughts is, wow. And <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. But I mean, oh, old, old dude, uh, Chris Hemsworth, whatever like his character name was. I don't remember because it's just Chris Hemsworth, in my opinion. Um, he, Steve. Steve, Steve. Yeah, was uh, yeah, no. So he broke the number one rule of the drug game. You never get high on your own supply. Right. And yes. that that just turned it off. I said, you, you broke the number one rule. I don't even know. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I didn't really get that. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, there's too many things that could go wrong. And especially, like, you can't even set yourself up with the drugs. Like, you have to trust somebody else to get this inside of you no um no i i agree with fran that that was totally part of my whole thing like this never would have passed beyond anything to actually happen so the reality was tough i mean chris helmsworth always always good to look at him um i mean even though he's a little uh, he obviously is a little on the cray cray side with this um (laughs) i mean i i did feel bad for his assistant who obviously was like not down but there was a lot of gaslighting happening, I felt like, in this movie, and that was too bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, meh. I also kept looking at the main guy, I don't remember his name, Jeff, thinking how much he looked like uh, John Cusack. That was my other takeaway. Hmm. I can see that. I think that the movie had a great premise but i think the execution was poorly done i think i think i i think the idea of you know you have somebody using a penitentiary to test drugs on inmates and blah 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 okay you got a story there that was called the holocaust it was done right i was like i mean that's not really too far from the truth Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh truth right. and i mean this is part of like i kept thinking like what is wrong with this guy that he's like i kept wanting to know his backstory he's, he's, okay. an, oppor- a, he's an opportunist and, and that's what i wanted like i wanted more backstory like they they gave the backstory of uh sorry i don't remember his name miles the star miles taylor uh, yeah they gave the backstory of him they gave um Sorry, I'm, I'm bracketing on her name. Journey um, Smollett. The, yeah. yeah, they gave the backstory, like, the dude with a tattoo. What's his backstory? Like, I wish they would have gave more backstory to the inmates in there. Mm-hmm. So then it will mean more of what they, like, they're going through this because they did horrible things or whatever, mm-hmm. or X, Y, and Z. So it would have mean more to where, all right, they did these bad things. So now they're doing this to quote unquote redeem themselves. Uh, but it's kind of like where it was a good premise. Like, all right, right off the back, I don't understand. Why is it in a lower back? 
the little pad thing. To me, the little pad thing should have been up by the neck. Why? Because if you're doing things that influence the brain, it should be going further up, not in the back. To oh, me, I see. I mean, not just because of Keanu and Matrix. So that's what I always go to. That that probably helps too. <laughs> right. You're right. So I'm just saying, like, it's just like that. That right there should have, like, it was weird that it was in the back because if it's influencing the brain, laughter, sexuality, or not sexuality, that's not right. right. Uh, anger and stuff like that in the brain, it'll think that it'll be closer up than in the lower back, like in the back of the neck, like the matrix or whatever. So. I think the premise of it is good. I know it's based off a short story, so they had to quote unquote stretch it out. I just feel like they they missed some they they missed some holes into uh, extending that to something. Um, it was probably story based as to the positioning because like then you would have immediately known that Chris Hemsworth was a was an addict on his own product. Like right, which is lower uh, back I, is easier to hide. And, and, and I, I okay, I can see that, but I was like, okay, yeah, and that was a surprise when he was getting high on his own supply. Scarface told us never to do that. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I gave it a good seven. Um, there was stuff to <laughs> stuff to uh do, but it was just like uh, I watched it with the wife. I had it on Japanese subtitles, and then halfway through, wife was like, "I don't know what's going on." <laughs> and it's it's longer than it needs to be, according to the wife, and she did not feel for this, so she understood everything completely because I put the subtitles on, but it was just like, I feel like, ish. I don't know how would I change it, but I could see where she's coming from. Yeah, I, where I agree it was it, it it was too long, and it didn't it didn't accomplish the mission that it wanted to accomplish. It started off good, yes, I understood. I enjoyed the uh, the the different tests that they they ran with the different characters. I understood the even the the sex stuff different characters. I understand what he's doing. Once they found out that it's his own pharmaceutical and that he's trying to do, I understood all that. But it, it feels like something was missing in there that would have took it something different. No, I, I totally agree with that. I, I Just off the top of my head right now, I can't think of what the movie... Well, I kind of would have liked to have seen more experiments like on different people versus like just the few people that they showed it on um so, like, okay so then um my wife brought up you know she thought she said this shouldn't have been a movie she said this should have been a tv show i could see that and like why don't to we where go ahead yeah. yeah i could see that and we follow journey smollett and slowly we learn what she did right you learn like they, like you just said you mm -hmm. do different you different um, stuff like that to figure out building up where you know in the movie you com compact it into a certain amount of time right um, I like think a series sorry I'm just thinking like a series would have been nice because you actually could have took 
this story from multiple t- points of view. Mm-hmm. Each, right, right, right. So like each each episode, you like you know you could have started with Miles, then went to Journey, and then went like, and then finally like culminating of oh this is what the fuck is going on. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then like that Whereas, the, the middle episode is shit fingers episode. Oh my god, shit finger. Yeah, you build up shit finger and then you, you got an episode with her and you see her having sex with Miles and then at the end of it you find out she's shit finger. Yeah. That 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 should end in the I, episode. I, I wanna know what a I wanna know. Like I wish they would have explored more on what the people did to get it in there. Right. They explored what Miles did. They explored what um uh, Smollett did. What did uh the dude with the tattoos do? Get in he there threw he threw he threw his girlfriend yeah, out he, of a story window. Yep. Oh, that's right, that's right. I was like, I wish like I feel like this shouldn't have been a movie. This should have been a TV show. To where I, they can elaborate more on details. You could have had more character like detail and more like backgrounds and stuff like yeah. that to kind of develop better. Yeah. Right, sure. and and that's why I feel like I mean, yeah, that's what I feel like. The relationship stuff would have been better, I think, then too. Because because uh, because you, you would have stretched out the relationship with her exactly Smollett, over yep. time, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't seem like abrupt thing. Oh, like this is the only girl I know. I'm about to do some things with her. You could have stretched it out more. It would have made more sense. I feel yeah. like fix. I feel like keeping this as a movie, though, something that they really should have did was less Hemsworth. Like he should have been a voice, and it really should have just been following these these patients. But he's so pretty. I agree. Mm-hmm. I do agree. But it's like to make this a movie, like get you gotta, like, you gotta have the face. You el- got to bring the face. Eliminate the Hemsworth I mean, stuff. You, you you gotta have the beautifulness. That's right. Nobody would have freaking watched this if it was like <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna a gargoyle. Yeah, right. But like my my biggest complaint about this is it's gonna be minuscule. But like ex- except for like Journey Smollett and uh, Miles Taylor, like this entire cast was Australian because they filmed it in Australia during the pandemic. And I don't like it when people that you know have these beautiful accents do their American accents. Mm. And why couldn't Chris Hemsworth be? Wait, 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 wait. They're Australian? Yeah. Well, not not yeah, Miles, get... not not Miles Taylor and Journey oh. Smollett, but everybody else in this movie was. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Just like when, like every time I hear like a terrible Southern accent, I'm like, either you British or Australian. Like Miles Taylor's girlfriend, Emma. I'm like, nah, girl, mm-hmm. you stop. 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 But um yeah, I wish they could I wish he could at least been Australian, but whatever. This movie was fine. I won't ever watch it again. I don't recommend it, but it was fine. What well uh, you don't recommend it? You don't think it was a good movie? I I said it was fine. <laughs> like you we no, we no, all, no, we I all don't think it was a good movie. No. Ah. We all. No, we, I was disturbed on several levels. We with all it. had so, our, our issues with the movie. Like you, even with your issues out there, you would still tell somebody to watch this so they could feel the same way you felt after watching it. Would I tell somebody? I would. T- no, I will not tell nobody. So, like me, no. you wouldn't recommend this movie. 
don't know. The way you said it better see harsher than what I said. <laughs> hey, um, I'm I'm a um no bullshit movie critic, just like Amy, right? Mm-hmm. Hashtag asshole therapist. That's it. That's it. That's right. What do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie? Uh, now I'm confused now. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a, a B plus movie, but now mm-hmm. I would say a C plus. So if I do a rating, I say a seventy percent. Okay. Mm, I'm going oh, sixty five. That's higher than I was gonna go, but Friend? I I was I was really doing like forty. I'm not gonna lie. That's to where you. I was initially. <laughs> I was feeling bad. <laughs> I was like forty three, solid forty three. With sixty three reviews, this movie has a fifty two percent. Damn. All right. Hey, that that was higher than even I thought. For reals. Trivia time. At the time of this recording, how many Netflix original movies has Chris Hemsworth starred in? Sorry, appeared in. Appeared in. Uh, one, three, or five? Going five. Three. I'm three. thinking three. Yeah, it's three. Damn. Um, he uh, so far he's been in Extraction, Interceptor, and this movie Spiderhead. And let's see. This movie marks the third collaboration between director Joseph Kaczynski and actor Miles Taylor, with the first being Only the Brave that came out in 2017 and the second Top Gun Maverick, uh, released just three weeks ago. Both Chris Hemsworth and Miles Taylor have appeared in superhero movies based on Marvel Comics. Hemsworth plays Thor, of course, and Taylor played Reed Richards um, in the 2015 version of Fantastic Four. Also, Also, Journey Smollett played Black Canary in Birds of Prey. So this has been a really jam-packed episode, and I genuinely appreciate you ladies coming on this evening on your off night as well, and, you know, giving us some of that good old mental health refreshing that we all need, even if we don't realize we need it. Well, thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. It's always a good time. I don't say thank you. I really appreciate all the advice throughout this podcast you you give in. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at weusetotalkpod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, We Used to Talk About This at Work. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We Used to Talk Pod. Come back next week for our Independence Day episode where we review Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt in Edge of Tomorrow. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. <laughs>